I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Oh, what's going on, Rush Nation? Welcome to the third show of the week. It's Thursday. Murph, how you doing, man? Yeah, really good. Uh, been a great week. We've had a great pod, loads of mailbag questions. Very good guest. We've now got another great guest. This one, very excited for. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to introduce this guest slightly different today, Murph. Okay. What did you, uh, how did you take Anna out for your first date? Like, what, 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 what did you do? So it was first up, we met online um, and we went to a restaurant uh, in Wimbledon and then some cocktails and then I put on the train home. Top man, I also met Emma in Wimbledon for cocktails. That's bizarre. Um, <laughs> was it a suburban? No, we went to, uh, actually we had GBK. Then we went to the terrace. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. and then we uh, we were going to go there, but it closed on the day we were on. Yeah, <laughs> that was full world. No, the mind date should have finished there, but then we decided to go and see Footloose, like the second edition in the cinema. That is an absolute pile of hot garbage, I tell you. Just, luckily, she's nice, my wife. Otherwise, that would never have happened. Right, today's guest is JC Cornell. JC, how did you? Uh, what did you do with your wife on her first date? Um, I took a train in New York City and. Um... Picked my 
the girl at the time who was to become my wife up and uh, took her to Radio City and we had some cocktails at the NFL draft. That's how you do it, boys. (laughs) (laughs) I think every person listening to this has just gone, hero. Winner. (laughs) Right, Rush Nation. JC Cornell is the founder and CEO of the Draft Network and he's probably, well, he is the only guy to take his future wife to the NFL draft for the first date. JC, welcome to Rush Nation and Five Yard Rush. How are you? Doing great. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, man, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, you've, uh, you're definitely a guy who I followed for a couple of years uh, with my love of Buccaneers, and we'll get into that. But obviously, it's been a, a really big year for you with launching the, the Draft Network. I mean, how, how have you found uh, this, this year for you? It's been, it's, been a, it's been a whirlwind. It's been crazy. Um, the amount of success we had in a year one of a startup is mind-blowing for us. Um, we always we had high expectations, but I just don't think they're ever this high. I mean, you guys have, have absolutely taken it by storm. And again, it's just something that has become a valuable it, – well, it's just become an everyday part of people who love football and love the NFL draft. It's become an everyday part of their analysis and, and go-to place to, to use. So to do that in, in a fraction of the time that you did, it's just, it's just incredible. And, and kudos to you. Yeah, thank you very much. I mean, we are all very excited. Um, I'm sure you guys know all my guys. And if your listeners are fans, you know, Kyle Krabs, Trevor Sikama. Joe Marino, Brad Kelly, the wide receiver specialist, uh, our new guy, Jordan Reed, who's a quarterback guru, Paige Demakos, our host. Um, uh, obviously, I don't want to be missing any of my guys right now, but they're all they're all all-stars, and uh, I'm very proud to be working with all of them. Oh, of course, Benjamin Solak. How could I forget? Oh, yeah. Don't forget Ben. <laughs> He's the youngest, so that's fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... JC, how did, how did you get into how did you get into the media? Honestly, um, I never really thought I was going to be in the media. I, you know, I uh, grew up uh, wanting to be an entrepreneur, and I started a business here where I live in Sarasota, Florida, just a, a luxury rental home business. And I tried the corporate thing out, and I couldn't stand the nine to five job. So I just kept searching um, for kind of my passion, you know, because I, you know, if you find your passion, it's not really like working in life. And um, football has definitely been my favorite thing. The Bucks have been my favorite thing, and I've always been a huge draft fan since I was young because of unfortunately the Buccaneers being a terrible team the last uh, 16 years Um, but yeah so I started writing for a site uh, called Bucks Blitz uh, probably like four or five years ago and uh, I was just a part-time writer and started gaining you know some followers that were Bucks fans and people liked what I said and it started to evolved a little more to the point now where I have connections inside the organization and I'm kind of an insider for the team. So that's yeah, amazing. Um, I keep asking uh, and that we mentioned this off air, the, the Florida tourist board, I keep asking to come back and, and move over. Teams were far more successful. Every, every sport made the playoffs when I was there, you know, three of the four major American sports, won titles over there, for Florida team. So just saying. maybe that's what's happened. Yeah. You know? I'll buy your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you never know. I might be out there, hopefully, towards the end of the year, um, trying to work it out. It's quite hard. I've got a little one on the way. So um, try and juggle that situation <laughs> to make it Congratulations. Work. I got two of them at young ones, one two-year-old and a three-month-old daughter. Oh, amazing. Two-year-old son. So it's madness in my house. I'm glad they're both taking naps right now. So there's no yelling in the background. <laughs> That's a good strategy. So, so how did the draft network come about then? What, what was what what sort of kicked you decide to to launch this uh, one stop shop for for NFL draft enthusiasts? 
Well, as I, uh, you know, was getting more involved on Twitter with Buck stuff, um, Trevor Sycamore and I uh, kind of established a friendship and started hanging out a little bit. And uh, we went out to lunch just to chat one time and then started talking more. And then he came over one night, we ordered wings and, um, you know, he's, he was pretty good friends with Kyle and, and those guys. And he kind of like, we threw the idea around, like, what do you think of like this superstar, like talented powerhouse website that we do the draft and it kind of started from having some some beers and wings to uh evolving pretty quickly and and then we I want to say that conversation happened in um in May 2018 and then next thing I know I flew everyone in probably in June and then we we launched in August so it all happened really fast I can't believe that's happened so quickly so you literally just had a chat talked some football, had some wings, and then flew everyone in, and then you just, that's it, we're doing it. That's it, we were doing it. We we uh, we started off with like a WordPress site, and then, you know, we evolved to this custom, beautiful website that we have now with the mock draft machine. Yeah. Out of curiosity, how many times did your website crash in those early days? Because it you, you guys publicized it so well, and you already had quite a big following. And I mean, like, how many times did you think, right, we need bigger bandwidth, or we need uh, <laughs> we need to make sure this stays stable? Oh man, there's quite a few times where it was getting a little hectic between all of us and, and the development team. But um, yeah, when we first launched, uh, we the site crashed with the new website. Uh, I think three or four times on that first day, and then when when uh, it really became draft week, um, the mock draft machine it was crashing quite a bit and there was really nothing we could do about it. And uh, because the server just couldn't handle the amount of people on the website using the mock draft machine, there's um, on a daily basis for three weeks before the draft, there was over a million draft picks submitted daily on the mock draft machine. That's crazy. I was thinking like, Oh, the number will be like 50,000, hundred thousand, a million. That is crazy and that just shows how much the draft is just growing and growing and that's why i'm so happy you know we got in the industry and started the draft network really before i mean there's i'm obviously bleacher report and huge uh, like places like that but there really isn't like anyone like us no there, there really isn't and there isn't anyone with the the tools that you have especially the mock draft machine um which we use to uh, the mock draft event in London, we had it up on the big screen in the casino. And, you know, there isn't just anybody with that level of information. I mean, you can get bits of it. Um, and I think, you know, there are some really good sites. I, you know, Jordan did a great job. Jordan Reed, um, you know, he's written some great articles and, and bits of information before. And there's loads of other resources that will give you bits, but never all in one. And then taking that and then having a practical application like a mock draft machine, to actually start anticipating where people are going to go and penning in, like you can do your your team's draft and and having those. It was great seeing those on, on Twitter every day. I loved watching all the Bucks ones coming through about who was going to be taken where and how and everything. I, I love that. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we we're, our goal is just to keep improving and improving. And, you know, uh, we just we love what we're doing. So thank you very much. The uh, on the draft network website currently just perusing as you guys were having a chat and the big image story that's right in front of you now is Ohio State's punter earns first round grade and if you click on the story there's a video which I obviously can't click during the podcast because noise will come out but it's talking about how the Buccaneers are like selecting kickers and stuff and he's got a first round grade so lock it in for the Buccaneers. <laughs> 
I'm sure Trevor wrote that article. I haven't read it yet. Um, did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it April Fool's Day? We like gone backwards in time on the calendar. Oh, or <laughs> I honestly, you know, I have high hopes for this Bucks, the new new kicker Matt Gay that the Bucks drafted. Um, uh, he seems like a confident kid, and he's got a boot on him. So, um, and he's a soccer player. I mean, Aguayo clearly had some some mental anxiety going on there, and. I always compare kicking to golf, kind of. I'm a big golfer, and um, if you don't have confidence in your swing, I'll tell you why you're going to slice that thing or you're going to hook it. So, uh, See, I don't uh, – I'm quite a big golfer myself working in the industry, and I think you can lose confidence in your swing. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I mean completely. All oh, right. okay, fair. I thought you were saying, like, once you had a confidence, you had a swing, that was it. Oh, absolutely not. No, golf is crazy. You hit one shank and your your whole round might go into the – the gutter yeah yeah i my my swing turned around in like three months well actually i stopped playing golf that would be the main reason well i was playing a lot and then i stopped playing for a bit and after that i wasn't the same and don't really play anymore so i yeah i see what you're saying now otherwise i was thinking whoa hold up jc no 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 no. No, it's just one bad kick can get you or like one bad kick one bad shot and golf can get you mentally and and it'll you know could ruin your day month season yeah, and when Tiger when Tiger was good way back when, I know he had a, a mental rule that if he had hit a bad shot, he drew a mental line in front of him, and he wouldn't cross that line until he'd forgotten about the shot, making sure that he progressed onward and forget. Well, I'm going to try to remember that tip for when I play in this uh, best ball tournament tomorrow. So. Come on, there you go. That's the way to do it. Yeah, that's a good one. So who's the best player you've ever met or interviewed, interacted with, past, present? You know, I've met a lot of guys, but... um. I have to say the most memorable was the Hall of Famer, Jim Brown, the running back. Um, I've met him on multiple occasions when I uh, fly into Dallas for Cowboys games. Uh, he, he'll always be at the stadium. I've met him on the field a couple of times. Super nice guy. I've actually met him at the 2018 draft, too, on the red carpet. So he's a, he's a really nice guy. But um, I'll tell you what, Saquon Barkley, I met him at the draft, and that guy is – Maybe the most unreal specimen I've ever seen in my life. Um, in person, it's insane. More so than DK Metcalf. See, I I did I have not met DK in person. Ah, there we go. I tell you what, we need to find out. Find out when you can get a chance to meet DK at some point, <laughs> and then see. I, how I know I, I I have to because I heard you know when John Gruden. I heard some John Gruden quotes, and then I think my guys met him at the combine also. So I wasn't at the combine this year. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So in terms of then, obviously, people listening to this, they, they have passions, um, whether that's football, soccer, or wherever it is that they, they kind of do and have interest in. You started a, a NFL draft go-to piece in, as we talked about, a matter of weeks, really. What advice would you give to anybody who just wants to either get into the media or just, you know, do something with sports for, for a living? Well, Practice, 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 like practice as much as possible. Practice your craft, the hone your craft. And I would also suggest like start a podcast, even if it's not getting a ton of listens, start a blog, even if it's not getting a lot of views, just make sure you're just always, you know, producing content because if you're talented and and you're passionate enough, you'll get noticed eventually. And I'd also suggest try to think out of the box, try to be different and uh, build yourself a personal brand. Um, I think someone on my team that's done a really good job of that is Kyle Krabs uh, grinding the tape and um, the way he's built his personality on social media the last year has been pretty incredible to watch. Yeah, no, 
he he really has. And and I put Trevor out there as well because Trevor's personality, you know, for a guy he's he's still considerably quite young. Uh, and Ben Solak in, in that regard as well. And those guys are, are, are you know relatively young in the industry to guys who have been doing this for 15, 20, 30 years. And those guys have made waves because they work hard and, you know, spend a lot of time perfecting their craft and, and getting to know people and, and just honestly working hard to get better. And it, it comes out in the work that all of your guys do. So I put that in there as well, the, the hard work and don't be afraid to take the criticism and just get better. Oh yeah. And I, of course I didn't want to take anything away from Trevor or Ben. I was just using Kyle as an example. You know, Ben's built an amazing brand for himself. He's known as a 13 year old and also he's on sitting on the iron throne. Um, as because he looks like brand 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 stark um <laughs> so we laugh about that and then obviously you know trevor's growing out his uh his hair again he's gonna have those uh what is it that man bun that oh that's not coming with. back is it the oh it's come it's was- it's coming back yeah i know i thought the best thing he did was cut it off too but i guess he's growing it back we'll see he hasn't posted many pictures lately so i think it's going to be coming back in a big way I think you just need to start another charity appeal where he can shave his hair off again for charity. Yeah, we'll exactly. chuck some more money in together. I'll chuck some money in because, yeah, he needs to keep that man bone off. <laughs> I'm so growing one now. <laughs> I think I'd look absolutely ridiculous, but I'm going to grow one just because Murph can pay for charity money. Done. <laughs> so, JC, what's your thoughts on the Bucks draft and off-season acquisitions? Um, I honestly, you know, I really liked what they did in the off-season with the limited cap space that they had. Um I thought personally Gerald McCoy move was the right move. Um, you know, nothing against him as a person or anything. I just think it's time to move on from him. Um, and I loved the Indomitian Sue ad. Um, it's going to bring some nastiness to the off, uh, to the defensive line for sure. And um, as far as the draft um, and also, sorry, some free agents like Shaq Barrett, uh, outside linebacker rushing the passer. He was stuck behind Von Miller in Denver. And I think he is like, he could have a huge year. And I love the one year prove it years they've been doing. But as far as the draft, uh, it was clear that um, Arians and especially Todd Bowles need to get his own guys in his defensive system. So that's uh, what was going on with um, getting those DBs in the second and third round. And obviously Devin White in the first round, who I thought is the best player overall in the entire draft. Um, So I was thrilled about that. But then you have Sean Murphy Bunting, who comes in as hopefully a lockdown nickel. Um, That's where I think he's projected to play. And then uh, you got Mike Edwards. um, That's going to play kind of like a Tyron Matthew honey badger role. And then you also have Jamel Dean from Auburn, who's a huge, long four, three guy. So another press press man, a guy outside that could be across from Carlton Davis. So I think there's a lot of nice pieces to look forward to. And I'm, I'm excited about that. Nice. I actually got a question from, uh, I told a couple of the Bucks UK guys you were, you were coming on. They wanted to ask a couple of questions. So one of them from some, from Sook Deep came with who, who do you think, uh, or who are you projecting will start in our secondary because he's excited to hear about the many positive things that have come out of the, you know, with the statements of it's fixed and uh, and what's been said in the press and the draft coverage. Um, so I, I'd expect uh, Vernon Hargraves to start outside uh, across from Har- Carlton Davis, and then I think Sean Murphy Bunting will start at nickel. But I would definitely think um, Hargraves will have a short leash. Um, honestly, Carlton Davis might have a short leash too because those aren't uh, Bulls guys; those were lights picks. Because you know, if Jamel Dean outperforms either one they they're gonna have no problem sending him in there to play outside and then as far as the safety safeties you know we're we're waiting on the justin evans injury to clear up hopefully his toe heals i'd expect him to start at pre-safety and and then at strong safety i i don't i don't know i i'd expect him to have mike edwards playing right away i think he's an impact player 
Yeah, I think Mike Edwards plays straight away. I think he he's showing some good tape for sure. In terms of um, and Sue, how do you think Sue's going to fit in now? We're moving to a, a three-four this year. Matt wanted to ask from Bucks UK. So yeah, obviously Sue can play three technique, but he can play any position on that line. Really knows three technique, five technique. He can do it at whatever you want him to do. Um, I just think he's very valuable in in that way, and he's a, great against the run. Um, that which I think is going to be an improvement over Gerald McCoy. Um, you know, Gerald McCoy might have been a little better of a pass rusher, but overall, I think Sue's the better player at this point in their careers. Excellent. So, who's going to win the NFC South? You know, as much as I want to say the Bucks, that's you know, that's a very tough thing to say. I think that it's still the New Orleans Saints uh, division right now. That's fair. I've just seen uh, on a sleeper app update that they're coming close to making Michael Thomas the highest paid receiver in the league as well. So that'll be good if they get that locked down before everything he happens. He is a very valuable asset to that team. And, you know, the, the reason why I say it's still the Saints division is, you know, how many years do you think Drew Brees has left? Um, I'd say max. I, I Honestly, I don't know. But I think their their time at the top's coming coming uh, down uh, or the time's coming up pretty soon I, I think this is breezes last year with what they've done yeah, with the it, so yeah I, it, I, this is why i think it's you know the saints here because they're going to go all out for breeze i mean didn't they give trade away almost all their draft picks to try to get that i mean last year they got screwed in the against the rams but they'll have one more year i think to contend so yeah i think this is it because the way that uh, breezes contract was structured they've kind of voided his contract next year mm. because he was due to make about 44 million um wow. so they've kind of got it so it looks like this is this is kind of it for this year and and then send him off to the sunset because i can't see how they're going to re-sign him to to stupid money like that or how they're going to rework his contract so and they do have teddy bridgewater so i think um they like him a lot to possibly take over for breeze yeah definitely are you uh are you going to be able to come to london to watch the the buccaneers this year you know, it's something I haven't thought about yet, but it's I am definitely have huge interest in doing that. I'd love to make that trip. I think that would be amazing. Well, if you do, hit us up. Let us know. We will be there with bells on, and uh, it'll be great to catch up beforehand. Definitely will. So who do you think is going to have a great 2019 season and then ultimately go all the way, lift the Lombardi? You know, I, I, love, I think the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, I think – they are going to be a force for a long time. And with Patrick Mahomes, he's just unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I love it too. It's just so fun to watch. Um, so, I mean, I think the Chiefs are going to have a good year. I think the Saints can have a good year. The Rams still have a great team. I like the Colts a lot. And then you can never count, obviously count out Tom Brady and the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to be there or thereabouts. Talking of uh, the Chiefs and how exciting they are to watch, have you seen the – sort of highlight real Mahomes Madden 20 sort of secret video they've put out just to hype up the video game. Have you, have you seen I've, n- I've not seen that yet. I would love to see it though. Oh, just I'm Google sure. it. It's ridiculous. The guy's basically running about the field and then just making passes to everybody on, on the field. People in double coverage, people who are open, blown open coverage. And he's just it's running sideways. He's just sidearming it and everything. It's ridiculous. I think they've even got a left-handed throw in there at one point. Wow, yeah, he's throwing one of his lefty passes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think that's probably just for the hype video, but it is it's so fun to watch being Madden. It's so hard to root against him. How can you like not like Patrick Mahomes? I don't know. Oh, he's such a he looks like such a nice guy as well, just sort of the earth human being. He sounds like Kermit. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> it does. I tell you what, it's a shame he didn't get that lifetime supply of ketchup, though. Oh, I know, right? So, so that would have been the one. That was some ass. Another 17 <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> JC, let's talk some fantasy football, seeing as we are a fantasy football podcast. How did you get on last year? I did I did really well. So I have one big money league, and then I have more a second league that's more casual. Both are PPR leagues. I'm actually you know a huge fantasy football guy, and I'm happy to say that um, we have in the plans to uh, get fantasy football on the Draft Network, and it should be coming on in, uh, uh, starting up uh, late summer. So... Uh, yeah, we're going to get in the fantasy football business here. As in a platform to play on? or uh, You know, maybe in the future we've talked about um, getting like a, a fantasy football simulator going, like the mock draft machine kind of. But um, uh, we're going to have uh, Paige Demacos hosts a TD Fantasy Podcast, and um, we're looking to uh, bring that over to the Draft Network and uh, bring their analysts over to write some good articles and rankings and all that kind of stuff. Unreal. You said you won your money league. I did win my money league, um, and the reason why is because, well, one, I had the 10th pick out of 12 teams. Um, I drafted DeAndre Hopkins, and then I took uh, Christian McCaffrey with my uh, second pick, but then I was lucky enough later on in, I believe, the eighth or ninth round to draft Patrick Mahomes in a six-point passing touchdown league. So, um, yeah, it was – let's see. I, I think I saved this because I wanted to tell you guys – the final score of my uh, my final game um, was 174 to 105. Um, Mahomes had 30, 34.2 points for me. McCaffrey had 29.8. Sony Michelle had 17.6. Hopkins had 19.4. I put in Robbie Anderson, who had 29 points. I had Travis Kelsey. So I had Mahomes to Kelsey all year, 10.4. And then I picked up... Um, what's his name, Anderson on the Rams when I saw Gurley got hurt the week before, so I put him in the flex, and it was just very unfair for the, my opponent. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> <Tub> off. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, now I, we have a uh, – in our league, we have a, a championship belt, like a UFC title belt, like Conor McGregor. But, um, so I, I have that proudly uh, sitting in my office with uh, my name engraved on it. We need one of them for the studio. Yeah, we still need to come up with uh, prizes for the Listener League. We'll, we'll do that at some point. We've got that lot on lock. Don't you worry about that. Oh, hello. So, well, no, I've got nothing planned. No, I was just saying, oh. we will have. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was something you'd not say. That's like, oh, no, no, no. So, 2019 fantasy, what can you see changing from 2018? What did you learn in 2018 you're going to apply this year? Uh, something I learned is definitely have Patrick Mahomes on your team, but in all seriousness, um, you know, it's just, it's so important to, to make sure, um, when you're drafting, um, in my casual league, a mistake I made was I took too many running backs early and it's very important to make sure you get that, that those wide receivers on your team that make a difference. Otherwise you're going to be scrambling, trying to find, uh, players on the waiver wire and stuff like that. And that's why I lost that other league. But this, this, this league I, I did well because, you know, I, I split it evenly with Hopkins and McCaffrey and it's great to have McCaffrey because he's basically a wide receiver at running back. And um, so, but I don't know what style leagues you play, but it's, if, if you're playing PPR, it's just very important to get those kind of players. And then another thing is, you know, as it gets later in the draft, I always try to take super high upside picks. So, so as like a draft guy or, you know, just studying the league, you know, like I think a guy this year, not being biased because I'm a Bucks fan, but is a huge guy to add or draft would be Chris Godwin. And I think that Bruce Arians putting him in the slot position, which was Larry Fitzgerald's role, is a huge change for him. And it's going to be great because he's going to get a lot more catches. I think he's going to maybe get near 90, 95 catches, maybe even 100 grabs for the Bucks. 
So that'd be a guy I'd look at later on in your draft if you're a PPR guy. Unfortunately, he's not going late anymore. Everyone's kind of wise to that going on. He's uh, he's currently going at five oh seven. Are there are there mock drafts going on already? Oh, we're oh, we're not in it... mock drafts. There's drafts going. On. We're in uh, several leagues. Uh, Dynasty wow. startups. Oh, Dynasty, yeah, Dynasty. But also, cool. we we launched our first redraft listener league. Um, because we're going to be doing several and we're doing them in slow drafts because we've got listeners in the States and uh, Poland and uh, Singapore and a few other places. So a slow draft kind of made sense. We launched the first one last week um, and because it's going to be several, we thought we'd stagger them out. Otherwise, there'd be too many slow drafts going on at any one time. And so, yeah, we're seeing, I think Chris Godwin win that league. I think he went in the fifth round, maybe even earlier, actually. Yeah. Current ADP across all fantasy formats is 5.9. So, okay, I guess it's not a secret. <laughs> no, it, sorry jc yeah, it, yeah that one's well known he went in this league he went in a 12 team league where's kyler murray going kyler murray's going up and up so chris Godwin went at the five nine yeah. kyler murray in this league went in the ninth round uh again he was one that people were really sleeping on and now people are really high on so i think his adp is around 100 maybe just okay. under smidge under that you are one away 101st ah since I didn't have that in front of me, I'm going to take that as a win. <laughs> yeah, so he's currently going as the 905, which is so yeah, ninth round. He's going, he's going higher in a lot of drafts and mock drafts. I'm seeing them than Jameis. Wow, I mean, I, that's not. But you know, then again, you know, Jameis has a, It's just such a gamble drafting Jameis. What about DK Metcalf? Sorry, I'm just asking. I'm very interested right now. That's no, good. No, that's fine. I can tell you. DK Metcalf is cut. That's the wrong button. Don't click that. In this stops. in this twelve team redraft we've done, he went at the nine two. Okay. 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 So his current ADP on Fantasy Football Calculator is eight twelve. So bang on, pretty much. Pretty much bang on. He's Very going huge. in the. He's going in the. But in this, I mean, like we we passed on DK to take like Will Fuller not far before him. Yeah, Will Fuller, you just what about the injuries, though? It's just so frustrating with him. Yeah, but you're, you're using Will Fuller for the upside. He's got 17 touchdowns in 17 games, I think, with yeah. Sean Watson. So you're not drafting him for reliability. Let's put it that way, are you? No. I mean, I think at that point, when you're, when you're at that sort of ADP, no one's a home run. Oh, of course not, yeah. So you're sort of sitting there thinking, like, who do you take? And, you know, if he remains somewhat fit, the only real slider there was Corey Davis, who everybody is fading at the moment. Oh, he's going so late. He's going almost undrafted late, which is crazy for the one on the team. Yeah. Corey Davis is the one that's faded really quickly. And he's just so talented. He's just getting held back by the quarterback position. Which is going to be another mess this year with that team. Of course. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not look too bad. <laughs> well, let's see. No. Let's talk some draft network, JC. So... For Rush Nation, who might not know about the Draft Network, what it is, why does it exist? Obviously, you mentioned that. How has year one gone for you and the Draft Network? Uh, year one has gone... Well, for people that don't know what it is, it's a, it's a website we dedicate, basically, to the NFL Draft. We will talk about anything you know football-related, though, in our articles. Um, and we have some fun, too. Like We have some fun reads. It's not all serious stuff. But, uh, yeah, we focus on the NFL draft, and we're, our focus is making our readers experts of the NFL draft so you know you know, what players are going to be coming and getting drafted where and why. And um, as far as the first year, you know, we, we did 35 million page views. So it was a successful year. And um, if you have interest in football and if you want to just be, keep becoming smarter, and even if you're a fantasy player and you want to just get better at fantasy football, a good way to get better at fantasy is knowing these prospects that are entering the league as rookies. Um, you know, 
you know what type of players they're going to be. So uh, come to the Draft Network, please. It's a great place to be. Absolutely. So talking of rookies and people coming in and stuff, your team are clearly working on the 2020 draft content and stuff coming up. Can you give our listeners sort of some names and people to watch for this coming college season? Yeah, I think uh, big-time defensive prospects. Um, Chase Young on Ohio State, he's an edge rusher. Um, There's a safety uh, on LSU, Grant Delpit. He is spectacular he is an unbelievable prospect at safety and then as far if you're fantasy fans and want to know who the next fantasy stars are going to be i can guarantee you that jerry judy the alabama wide receiver is going to be an absolute star in the nfl he is the shiftiest player i've seen in i don't know if i've ever seen anyone like him and then you have cd lamb a wide receiver on oklahoma you got running backs deandre swift from georgia and travis etienne from uh Clemson those guys are going to be stars too and then there's a guy maybe the fastest guy I think he runs a 4-2 right now I think he was actually clocked at like 419 or something stupid is another Alabama guy Henry Ruggs so a lot of exciting players and then obviously there's the quarterbacks coming uh Tua from Alabama should be a a guy to watch too yeah the hashtag tanking for Tua is going to be out before (laughs) we know it yeah oh man and and then 2021 with Trevor Lawrence my god Oh. They, might, they might have to install a lottery for that one. Well, yeah, that's it. Do you know what? I'm a big fan of the lottery because that. No, I no. mean the M- the NBA for me is for me it doesn't do a lot of things right, but that is a great event to watch the to watch the four teams to have the the big screens up of all their rooms and and to watch them go mad when they get the number one pick. It's just great television. It is very cool. I mean, if the NFL ever did do it, I mean, three to four teams, I think, I don't know. How many teams would you put in the lottery, you think? Uh, four. I think four yeah, is a good number. Like four, four would be a solid number. Because then, you know, like, because I really think, I'm, I, if you need a quarterback, you're going to tank for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I don't care what you say. That guy's going to be a Hall of Famer, and that's, Obviously a hot take, but he's that good. I mean, he makes unbelievable throws. But if you look at the teams out there, so I'm trying to think of candidates to 2021 that could tank. For me, the Titans, you don't know what happens with the Bucks this year. If Jameis goes lights out, he gets his contract, not so much. If he misses, you'd put the, the Bucks in there. And I'm talking about for 2021, because obviously you're talking two years worth. You know, you don't know what the Dolphins have got with Rosen. You don't know what. Well, you know, let's talk Broncos. I mean, if yeah. they give Joe Flacco his two years and then Drew Locke turns out to be absolutely useless, yeah, the Broncos could be right in there. Yeah. I, I mean, but these teams are going to find it hard to tank, right? Because the Saints aren't. How are the Saints going to tank to get a guy like Trevor Lawrence? Well, maybe they don't. Maybe they did. <laughs> what they, I mean, honestly, it might make sense for the Saints to tank a year. <laughs> if if the Drew Brees is done and, and you know, that roster's kind of gassed, I mean... Why not? I would hate it, but it would make sense because it, it, you think you go for your big run this year, twenty nineteen, go all out. Twenty twenty, you've got the end of Kamara's rookie contract, so you know he's only got a limited time left. All right, you've got Thomas, but he's still quite young. You could keep him. Um, Latimore's contract's got to be up, but yeah, Latimore's contract be up. You and you know you'll need to be replacing some of those O line guys. Who, Cam Jordan getting old. 33 then? Yeah, it'd be quite a few players that are aging. That might be a good time to rip that whole thing up and start again. Peyton will probably want to go at that point. Or they he... do or they do in nineteen ninety seven and just give all their draft picks up for the first round. Pick. For Ricky Williams. Yeah. <laughs> that go. was what could definitely could happen. <laughs> that could happen. That'd be great. We need that again. No, oh. we don't. No one ever needs to do that. It's a <laughs> terrible football decision. It really is, yeah. No, it's terrible, but it's great if another team does it. 
See, I like Josh Rosen. Sorry, that was said before. I, I'm a UCLA fan, and I think he's going to be good. I just think that offensive line did him no favors, and he didn't have that many weapons in, on the Cardinals. Oh, no, I agree. I just worry now it's a confidence thing with him. So, no, I don't think so because he's the most confident kid I've ever met. You know, I, I know him pretty well. He's so confident. He's. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think he's going to be good. Well, that's good. I think it's a great spot for him. I think it's a place he can – he's got no pressure on him this year. Uh, Fitz will go down there and do a great job, and it'll be entertaining, and they'll have a they'll have a great time down there. I think they're going to be a great team to watch. I think all their all their games will have loads of points in. I think they're they're a team that they're not as bad as everyone thinks they are. I don't think they I don't think they're a, they're a, they're a two win team. I think they're a six to seven win team, but all those games will be electric. They'll be great to watch. You're not going to get a bad Dolphins game this. Maybe one. But you're not going to get many bad Dolphins games this year. No, and yeah, Kyle, Kyle's going to be excited, and, and Tampa Bay is going to practice with the Dolphins in training camp, and I think uh, some of the TDN team will be in town. We're going to go watch that go down, so that should be fun. That'll be good, tasty. I like that. So, JC, how hard is it to start again after the NFL draft? Basically, wiping the slate clean. It's got to be tough, right? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a roller coaster because you know you're literally it's the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows and when it ends, it's kind of, you know, it's nice for the guys because, you know, they've literally been glued to film for so long and they put so much preparation into, you know, the draft show. So we, we had a draft show in Nashville, which was sponsored by Coca-Cola and Under Armour was our presenting sponsor. And, um, you know, they, you know, they were on camera. I think we're the only show that literally gave analysis for every single pick of the draft, which was very impressive and um, very proud of my guys. And it was a lot of fun. And next year is going to be in Vegas and that's going to be wild. So uh, that's something to look out for. But yeah, when, when you hit summertime, um, it's kind of, everyone kind of takes a little mental vacation, a little break. It's a good time to go on vacation or for my case of two of my guys get married. Uh, Joe and Kyle both got married right after the draft. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a little, yeah, and then summer content for the site. You know, you have to, you gotta really challenge yourself to get creative and and keep readers engaged. And I, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, what's been your highlight so far today with the Draft Network? It could be a story or an event or an experience you've had or somebody you've met that's just blown you away. Yeah, I think one of the coolest things was probably four months in. Um, me and my good friend Carter, who works on the business side with me of the draft network we were wearing some draft network gear um and we were in saint pete and uh we were just walking in this hotel and this guy that was working at the hotel stopped us and this is when we were like brand new and he's like holy crap like do you guys work at the draft network and like you know we said yes and he's like oh my god can you like tell kyle crowd he took a picture with us and he like wanted to you know, he's a huge fan of Kyle, a huge fan of Trevor. And, and that was just so cool to actually, it really felt like, you know, our, like kind of like an arrival, you know, like actually thinking like, wow, you know, this is a big thing. And then it got to the point to where when I was flying to Nashville from Tampa, I mean, I had 20 people come up to me at the airport when I was wearing my draft network stuff. So it, it's been, a, it's been awesome, man. It's, I'm so happy I did it. And, you know, I couldn't be any happier with my career path right now. So great. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's great. I mean, like it's, it's international. We we love it here. Um, I know there's we've I've met a guy recently from Germany who uses uh, the draft network. Poland. I know we know guys in Poland who use the draft network. So you guys are, are global. You're not just stateside. Uh, you guys are global. It's it's great. It's uh, it's going to get even bigger. 
<laughs> yeah, we we sold some shirts to Germany, it's like some crazy countries, and and we see on our analytics that yeah, we are reaching international countries, and it is just unbelievable for sure. That's awesome. So, speaking of you know you know the draft network getting bigger, heading into year two, can you give our listeners some insight into maybe some new features? We talked a little bit about the fantasy side or or content that you're going to do for 2020 that you can give away at this stage. Yeah, um, you know we're we're definitely going to keep dialing in uh, having Twitch uh, episodes, and we're trying to come out with like a, a content schedule, a weekly schedule of you know shows that are fun for fans to watch and and enjoy our talent. And then as far as content and stuff just i would expect more of the same and as far as the mock draft machine um we are going to add a trade feature i love that yes that is what is needed because it it just i mean don't get me wrong the problem with with most mock drafts is it has such an unrealistic amount of trades but given that how many trades do happen i don't know how many there were this year in the early rounds but there was a there was quite a few um especially towards the end of the round. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't so much at the beginning. And especially with the big names that are coming in this year and next year, like Lawrence and Tua and uh, some of the names, for example, you know there's going to be a lot of trades. So I think that's going to be so much fun to try and guess those. Yeah, it's just, you know, the hard part, you just, with the algorithm and stuff, you just have to make sure you keep it as realistic as possible because you don't want, like, people coming away with, like, six first-round picks, you know? Like- <laughs> <laughs> like we, our, we we pride ourselves that the mock draft machine is super realistic, you know, so we want to keep it that way. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and that, that definitely makes sense. Otherwise, you'll, you'll start getting screenshots of people like Bucks fans saying, hey, look, we got, yeah, <laughs> we, got yeah. all, we got all these first round picks. And like, yeah, that's yeah. never going to happen. <laughs> makes sense. I mean, in terms of drafting right now, I mean, you mentioned you go to the combine and the draft itself and all the TV events. Are there, are there any sort of additional... Uh, exclusive events which you're now gonna sort of go to now you now you're established that perhaps you haven't been able to do in the first year or before that yeah so um Paige Demacos I I just hired her she was our host and she's now a full-time employee and she's my chief operating officer and uh, I was able to go to some Super Bowl part huge Super Bowl parties apart as a part of the draft network and and um you know, socialize and meet a lot of people, a lot of cool people there. And then I got to go to this Ditka Jaws cigars party with a ton of celebrities. And that was awesome. So it's like Mike Ditka, uh, Ron Jaworski. And then they basically just give out tons of cigars and tons of, tons of free food, gourmet food, steak, like whiskey, whatever you want. And, um, that was definitely a highlight. Um, this coming year, you know, there's definitely, um, opportunities to go to different, uh, different events in New York city where you kind of meet people that are doing similar things in the industry and just kind of get kind of always, you know, gain knowledge and see what I can be doing better with the draft network. So definitely a lot of opportunities coming up and, you know, I'm very excited to to keep it going. I think that the Jaws and Dipka cigar party is the one that I'm going to put on my bucket list to try and get invited to before I die. Oh yeah. And you're you're not even like allowed to uh, like have your phone out at the party. Uh, It's pretty cool. It's it's very (sighs) cool. party. Yeah, that gets sent to one side, put locked in the safe. Yeah, I'm not cool. even surprised. You know <laughs> that that sounds like an absolute hoot. It's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> so, what's next for you, JC? Where would you like to get to with all of this? And I just want to keep growing this thing until, you know, I I definitely see an app in our future. Um, that would be, you know, definitely a, a a big goal of ours to have an app similar to, you know, competitors and um, just keep growing and. And, you know, hopefully um, we'll be either streaming on an Amazon or 
you know, I want, I want our draft show to be like, my goal is to have our draft show streaming on a, a large, you know, whether it's Apple TV or Amazon prime, like I want some, like our talent is so good. And I know we're going to get recognized eventually. Uh, cause no one has the knowledge that my, I mean, people have the knowledge, but like my guys put in so much work and are so talented and, you know, I'm just excited to see us on a big stage. So, I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think you can argue that the guys on NFL network or ESPN know as much as my guys are just, I don't think you can. If we ever, if we ever get into the upper echelons of the BBC, we'll try and pitch you up there. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> the upper echelons of the BBC. You heard it here first, Rush Nation. We are taking over the Beep. No, listen. Auntie needs Auntie needs a make. Needs a facelift. Why not bring some young guys in? And yeah, no, I think uh, I think that's going to happen before too long. JC, I'd be no surprised. And next year or two, you don't have something like that in the pipeline because you're right. Your guys know it all. They know so much, and it, it's engaging content and. As, as good as you can get yeah i really appreciate that so jc why don't you let rush nation where to find your articles hit the website up again just in case people weren't listening yeah you can find us at the draftnetwork.com or you can find us on twitter at draft network llc we're on instagram at the draft network um you can find me on twitter at djc cornell and uh yeah please follow and and uh, become a fan and become an expert of the draft because um, you won't regret it. It's a, it's a very, it's a growing thing. It's getting bigger and bigger, and it's so much fun. We really hope that we get to host the draft at some point here in London. Oh, that would be spectacular! Uh, really hoping there, there has been rumors. I don't. So you can't ever take anything that seriously. That by 2024, 2025, that could happen. Isn't there a year currently that hasn't got a draft destination, like 2022 or something? I thought they recently picked that though. Oh, okay. I think they have a to be determined, but I have a feeling it's going to be LA, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Because part of the prerequisites to having a having the draft is to have a stadium, which we now have an all-purpose built stadium for NFL. Oh wow! Yeah which is the new uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I'm hoping, I really hope that. I tell you if be that happens. Yeah, the best bit would be if it was in like an eight years time so we could take our boys when they appreciate it. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> That'd be great. But, and also for Bucks fans, they should, uh, where can they find you personally? Because you uh, you break some Bucks news, like the Indomitian suit. I don't think anyone had that before you did. I, I had Gerald McCoy uh, being cut. I had that in January. But uh, um, yeah, you can find me at the JC Cornell at, on Twitter. And yeah, I, I break uh, inside Buccaneers news. So give me a follow and and uh, if you want to be on top of everything, Bucks definitely do. I recommend it. I follow you, and uh, you know you're you're right a heck of a lot more than you're wrong. So uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, definitely worth following you for for insider news and uh, and just for everything you do. It's it's been great, and uh, really appreciate you coming on and, and spending some time with us as well. And uh, telling our listeners a little bit more. I know a lot of our listeners use the network and you know get a lot out of it, but uh, it's great that you know you can talk about it in some of the future plans as well. Yeah, man, really exciting uh, being on the show with you guys. I think it's so cool. Um, I love. I love the United Kingdom. It's a great place, and I hope to hope to get out there really soon. Well, JC, if you do, hit us up, and we'll, we'll take you out for a beer or something like that. Definitely. That'd be awesome. It would be good if you could come back on, JC, if you've got time for us near the season so you could break down some Bucks fantasy stuff for us because that backfield is a little bit of a muddy puddle at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely would uh, love to do that for sure. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Well, we appreciate you coming on today. Murph, I'll see you tomorrow. You will. But as always, Rush Nation, don't forget... Keep rushing.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.